Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of The Little Things with Lindsay Ann. We are back with yet again another episode, and, you know, we're back here to talk about love. Because guess what? Your girl went out uh, to meet with somebody after being on the dating apps. I know, shocker, right? We thought that we had sworn off men, but... There's something about November, something about November, the fall, cuffing season, sweater season that just makes me want somebody. And it makes me crave intimacy with a partner. And, you know, I gave in. And I don't know. It was, it was an interesting journey, to say the least. So I was back on the dating apps and, you know, after multiple, lots and lots and lots of swipes, I decided to meet up with this one person and the things that I've learned about myself is very interesting. I realized that, um... There were things that I did now that I wouldn't have done back then. (laughs) So, for example, um, I noticed that this time around, I was less passive-aggressive in certain things. I would ask for what I want and communicate my wants and needs. And I would set boundaries and... You know, me a year ago probably would not have done that. And don't get me wrong, me, like, a couple weeks ago was shaking and quaking, you know, in in the fear of setting these boundaries and communicating my needs because trauma of, you know, kind of, like, I think about the societal expectations of a woman um and how we kind of just take it in you know and be submissive and what the man says girls do you know and it went against my every grain and being to say what i wanted but you know after this almost a year of therapy, I'm like, shit, you know, we're not going to go back and do the same shit that I know was not working for me back when I was dating like a year ago. Um, I think my expectations this time around were different as well. Um, I, one of the big things for me that I made sure to do this time around was to take things slow. I have the habit of falling in love like faster than you can say Mississippi. And like, it's just, I fall in love with the fantasy of people. I fall in love with the potential of who they can be. You know, in the fantasy, they fit the mold of exactly who they are. With the potential, with the hope of the potential, they... They come alive to me, you know, in a way that's very, like, like unrealistic, you know. Who would have thought? But um, 
this time around, I came in with the mindset that, you know, the person that I'm picking, I would like to see them as, if I can see them as my friend first, instead of just them as a potential partner, then, you know, um, that sets a nice foundation for me. Because I think at the end of the, I personally, I think that the relationships that last long are the ones where they have a solid foundation of friendship. If you can't be friends with this person, then I don't really know how you can, if, if you, you know, like how can you be partners with them if you can't even be friends with them? I'm not saying that like the friend zoning thing, but like, like, you know, if you would like this person as your friend, you know, their characteristics and who they are as a person, then, you know, it sets up a nice foundation for, for more personally. Um, I think also that another thing that was different for me was, um, like the way that I portrayed, the way that I carried myself when I told my parents. And for a lot of you who are listening, y'all know how, uh, how, um, how strict my parents have been with kind of dating while I was in college. And, you know, they have a pretty high bar for standards for someone who would date me. And, you know, with good reason, I know that they have their best intentions of, you know, keeping me safe and looking out for my future and well-being. Um, and <laughs> for y'all who um, have been listening to my podcast for the past year, um, you know that I was not very honest with my parents the first time around when I dated somebody. <clears throat> and that led to a lot of a serious dire consequence- consequences. But besides the point, this time around, I told them that I was going to meet up with this person and that, you know, that was a choice that I was going to make regardless of um, their comments about uh, how dating apps are not the way to to go about meet, pe- meet people. Um, you know, I held my ground in that sense. And it was a decent conversation yes they still told me you know their advice about you know to be careful and that it's kind of not the way like that's not the way that they would want me to meet somebody but there was a mutual understanding that I 23 I'm an adult And I'm going to make decisions that I want to make because it's my life. And there wasn't really much resistance from them on their end, which was really different and nice to see, I think, this time around. (laughs) Um, I think that, though, that hearing some of, like, the differences in like the cultural and like the generational 
um, differences have been, they were kind of hard to listen to at first because I'm like, oh, maybe I'm doing this shit wrong, you know? Maybe I don't know what I'm doing and maybe, um, maybe I should just like not, you know? But I was like, you know what? I'm not going to know until I know and we're just, we're going to try it out. We're going to find out. We're going to find out on my own and we'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where to go next. There's so much to talk about, but I'm like blanking. I'm like, I don't know. Uh, so I want to talk about... the fears I had while dating so for me like meeting people and kind of like dipping my toes in the dating pool um it like it triggers some anxiety for me because I have traumas that you know affect the way that I get into relationships and build relationships and like one of my biggest fears was being vulnerable like oh my god like I'm going to get to know somebody and they're going to be able to see me and you know there's a part of me that was like well how much of me do I want them to see you know do I am I how real do I want to be you know and like honestly I showed up to the first date to the first hangout um barely any makeup on barely any makeup on just I, I dressed up as I would any other day. And for me, that was like my statement of I'm not going to dress differently just because I'm going to go out on a date with you. What you see is what you get. I don't want you to get this like idea in your head that um I do more when I, I really don't. You know, like like I don't know, like for me that wasn't that wasn't something that I wanted to carry my, I didn't want to carry myself that way. You know, I wanted to be more genuine in, in how I looked and more, more like, you know, if you can handle me in my sweatpants, well, not sweatpants, but in my athleisure and, ugly sweater then you know you you deserve me at my all glammed up look and it was scary it was scary to to put myself out there because you know, with the with the with the risk of being vulnerable with somebody, 
there's a risk of getting hurt. You know, there's a risk of the heartache and the heartbreak. And who really wants to go through that, you know? I know I didn't, but, you know, the risk to find somebody to connect with and share life with, you know, outweighed the the fear of getting hurt. Um, so what did I do to take care of myself when I was anxious? I would journal, I would walk, I would talk to friends about it, I would, I would um, make art, I would do a lot of different things to keep my mind occupied. I think one of the things that really would trigger me was um, that, com- like, the communication in the sense that, like, you know, you want instant gratification. When you text somebody, you just want that instant gratification. And if you don't get it, you're like, oh, my God, like, they must hate me. They must think that they must not think that I am good enough or, you know, like, they're not interested in me. And it's just not it's just not going to work out, you know, it's just not going to work out. And you, like, overanalyze and, like, ruminate to the point and catastrophize until the point of, like, oh, my, like, you've just stressed yourself out and wasted a whole day just um imagining scenarios of things that never actually happen and that was me so i you know i I sat in it and the feelings but after sitting in it for a while then i would find things to to get my mind off of it you know and that that that's what worked for me i think also being able to share like my experience with other people um with my friends you know it sometimes a second opinion doesn't hurt you know sometimes hearing having sometimes having somebody there to calm you down and like soothe you it's it makes a great difference um you know (laughs) after being on the app for like a week and I was only there for a week. Um, I see a lot of differences in me in love now versus in me when I used to fall in love back then. Um, before I hung out with this person, I was kind of interested in this other person. And, um, you know, I had reached out to this person and I was like, oh, you want to go grab coffee with me or something? And they had agreed. And then they took about four days to respond to me. And they were like, oh, I was busy. And I was like, all right. I get it, you know. But then at this point where I'm like, you know, if, if, if it's not a solid yes, then it's a hell no. Like, you don't. I'm not going to settle for less than that yes, you know, no, 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 I think I have a better understanding of who I am and what I want in a person this time around, um, and I, that, that came from sitting and, well, not just sitting, but, you know, but 
really figuring out who I am and just exploring. And don't get me wrong, though, but me putting myself out there and dating and getting to see people, it shows me also what I want and what I don't want in a person. Let me tell you, there's a lot of things that I'm like, mm-hmm, that does not work for me. That does not float my boat. Um, yeah. I think the things that I've learned this time around, um, you know, dating multiple times has given me a chance to respond to things differently than how I would have. You know, me a year ago, I didn't know the tr- how the traumas that I had would manifest in the way that I responded to people that I was trying to connect with um, romantically. And, you know, trauma comes out, you know, and how you respond to someone makes all that, you know, makes all the difference. And you need to know yourself in that sense. Um, I think this time around, even though I didn't find the person that, uh, even though it didn't work out, um, it made me more aware of all the areas of growing I have and how I've changed as a person. I've also learned that there are no rules. And honestly, dating and relationships, it's all gray area. Then you just you make the fucking rules up as you go. Man, like, <laughs> uh, there's so much uncertainty in dating and relationships. And, you know, there's some flexibility that has to, ha- you know, has to happen. But there's also some times where you have to be like, no, like, that's just not, not cool with me, you know? Um, so back to the person that I had, um, back to the hangout. Um, I actually got rejected okay see but let me let me explain right so i had already kind of felt like um there were things that maybe it wasn't time yet you know like maybe just, just maybe not yet you know but rejection rejection in the okay so like we we to be friends you know but in a way in a way it was a rejection you know and that was hard to like sit with. I'm still sitting in it. And it's been probably like two weeks now. Or maybe a week and a half. You know. But. It. It makes sense. Because like. I want to be. I want to be wanted. I want to be desired. I want to be loved. You know. And validated. And it just, it sucks. Like, let me tell you, I haven't been rejected in a long time because honestly, I haven't liked anybody in a long time. And you know, the thing with rejection is that like, you just, you just feel like absolute shit for a 
while because you're like, oh my god, like, why am I not enough? Like, why didn't it work? Why couldn't it have worked? Or at least that's what my brain goes to. It's like, okay, well, you know, what did I do wrong? Kind of. But then logically, my brain is like, no, you know, sometimes it just doesn't match. Sometimes you're just not compatible. And that is okay. And while I would have wanted somebody to, you know, give me that dopamine rush, you know, and validate my feelings and my existence and uh, um, love me till the end of time, you know, I know that that instant gratification would have been, you know, good for the short term, but maybe not the best in the long term, or at least as of right now, you know, and it's just part of life. Sometimes things don't work out the way that we want them to or the way we had planned them to. And that's okay. You know, it builds tolerance for, well, it opens up our tolerance. I mean, the sitting in this discomfort and just, just going through it. And you know what they say, it's a cliche and I kind of love, hate this uh, quote, but you know, uh, one door closed with somebody um, means that you're one step closer to the next person. And to some extent, I do agree that, yes, finding all of these Mr. Wrongs. <laughs> uh, well, you know, eventually I have to find Mr. Right. But then part of me is like, hmm, why couldn't it just come right now? You know, why couldn't it have just been right now? And I, I go through this phase, you know, where I'm like, I want somebody. I really do, you know. Then there are phases where I'm like, fuck him, fuck him all. I don't give a shit, you know. And I just, <sighs> I've seen these TikToks where <laughs> these people are like, they have all the mixed feelings of, yes, I want a relationship. Uh, no, I don't want to be intimate. And no, I don't want to be vulnerable. And and I'm like, yeah, I feel that. I'm like all the feelings all at once, all the time, you know? And it's intense. It's intense. I feel like my mind is like that SpongeBob meme where in his head, everything is on fire and they can't find files to anything. And that's me. That's me. And there's music playing in the background somewhere and you don't know where it's coming from. That that's that's me in relationships. <laughs> Maybe probably even me in my general life, but you know. <laughs> we just pull through. We pull through and we just take one at a time and you know there was a hot minute where I was like my god, love might just not come for me. It just might not be for me. You know, I'm going to end up being the cool aunt, which, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, it's just... It's just not what I thought it'd be, you know? Honestly, me in high school, or me in the beginning of college, I'm like, yeah, you know, by the time I'm 23, um, you know, maybe I'll have somebody by then. Maybe I'll be found somebody after, like, my my bachelor's degree. But alas, uh, 
maybe you know maybe after my masters we'll see we'll see um yeah well i hope this all made sense and um yeah <laughs> this is probably one of the longer episodes that i've had in my own so um to all those who've listened to this thank you and i appreciate you and um please leave a review and some stars <laughs> and some ratings uh if, uh if you're listening on the apple apple podcasts um thanks and yeah bye bye